Sean, can you get Lorraine some water? No, it's okay. I don't need any. I don't have to pee then. It's starting. <laughs> podcast i'm maggie rose i'm lorraine and i'm chanel and we're just three friends hanging out drinking coffee together learning how to become biblical wives guys we did it see okay go ahead hey guys we are back with our podcast it has been a very 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 long time so if you are returning we much very much appreciate you i want to thank you for listening to our intro episode and our episode one we really hope you enjoyed them and we hope you enjoy our next this episode we um are talking about self-control i think we should go over why we're talking about self-control because it's been a minute um but we got that from titus 2 are you guys good if i go ahead and read that yeah Okay, so we talked about last time in Titus 2, we read um, Titus 2 verse, uh, oh, Titus 2 verse 4. Um, They are to teach what is good, so to train the young women to live, to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. I probably should have read a little bit before that, but. It said older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanders or slaves to much wine. So it's talking about women training women. And the first thing they talk about is to be self-controlled. So throughout this podcast, we're talking about each one of those separately. Therefore, today we're talking about self-control. We started off with a doozy. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Do either of you have a good definition for self-control? Because I feel like that's hard to define. (laughs) Well, you see, ladies and gentlemen... (laughs) Chanel forgot to hit save <laughs> on my notes. So notelessy. This is the no notes podcast. I mean. We said impromptu. I mean, like no, straight did. from the heart. Well, this is straight from my heart. This is more like a little intimate Bible study <laughs> instead of podcast. Honestly, We're just recording it. For I love everyone it. to hear. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, I can start. I think. First of all, I think we should think about self-control in just like a human form and Mm -hmm. then maybe think how can we apply that like biblically or spiritually. Like I feel like you can have two different definitions. Yes. So I think my like non-spiritual side of like self-control would just be like um, composure. Mm, Okay. And then my spiritual side or my biblical side would be complete and 100% godly trust oh oh yeah that's good that is good we can just continue on that was good yeah that uh-uh, was really no, no, good no, no. we have to hear from <laughs> the other two so for me self-control is really like restraining what like your inner being i don't really know like your inner self really wants to do so it's really restraining that side, that like wild yeah. side i don't even know if that's even the right word but what to do okay mm-hmm. my my mind instantly goes to exercise and diet Anytime I hear self-control, Ooh, because yeah. that's like willpower and self-control. Yeah. Like you need to And like have so that. on our face, but in the, like today's culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what my mind goes to. I don't really have an exact definition, but that in itself is enough definition for my mind to kind of wrap around for like the human side of things. As far as spirituality, it's hard for me to describe what that is because that's kind of what I've questioned throughout 
learning for this podcast, but, um, so maybe. in my research and my no notes saved, so I'm just bringing this from off of my brain. There was something I read that had mentioned that self-control comes from the Holy Spirit. So like, okay. if you do not have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because it's a gift, a spiritual gift. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That you do not mm-hmm. physically have the ability for like self-control, hmm. or like complete self-control. Okay. And I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Cause I had never really thought about those who. Well, that's true. I mean, Holy like Spirit. when you think about Holy Spirit promptings, like we're so going on a tangent here, but like when you think about Holy Spirit promptings, you either have to listen like really dig deep and listen like was that the holy spirit right. am i discerning and take a minute or like do you just kind of plow through it like oh, go about your day right which yeah. i feel like is is self-control yeah you really mm-hmm. have listening to the holy spirit to guide you and we'll get into it more like yeah when you have a situation that you need to use self-control really honing in on that yeah holy spirit to guide you the most appropriate way so the mm-hmm. what do you say like the layout for this podcast i guess we posed each other each of us posed a question to the others and <laughs> if you hear the dogs Chanel's dogs are cute and they're here but we posed a question to each other and we're kind of going to go through them do you guys so you guys thought about stuff to go with your own questions too right mm-hmm. okay at one point well, I did you did but you're notes. no notes but <laughs> so I'll go first with my question but should I talk about the stuff that I had prepared to go with my question yeah, I sure. Think go for it. Yeah. It's your question, so then you give us your opinion, opinion okay. on that question, and then maybe we can like just chime in as yeah. we see. Okay. All right. So my question to you guys was, because self control is a fruit of the spirit, what are the different tools and or spiritual disciplines that we need to use to water that fruit so that it can grow to its full potential in our lives? Can I just stop you there and say how beautiful that that question was written? And I was like, I had to read like 12 times to be like, okay, what is she actually asking? Yeah. I would, Maggie, I would say it again. Okay. So my question was, because self-control is a fruit of the spirit, what are the different tools and or spiritual disciplines that we need to use to water that fruit so that it can grow to its full potential in our lives? Because I got that kind of from a discussion that my husband had had with someone at church talking about, well, these are the fruits of the spirit and how, how do you grow them? Because a fruit on a tree to be able to grow to its full potential, you need to water it. You need to take care of it or else it's going to rot. So then trying to take that concept into the fruits of the spirit just kind of changed my mind on all of it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I got that from. Um, But my thoughts, I mean, I posed that question to you guys and then. Lorraine, you texted back and you were like, yeah, and we can answer our own questions. I was like, oh, dang it. It was a good question, but I didn't have the answer for it. <laughs> My gosh, we actually have to like answer our own stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, she just wanted to do us the hard work. Right. That's, although, that's in my plan my exactly. My response was like, pray, read the Bible. <laughs> Classics. But then I found something. So I was like, oh, dang it. Now I have to try to like research. But so we're going to go to second peter so if you have your bibles go ahead and open to that um but i want to start with i have the esv bible uh the study bible and i want to read a little bit of the introduction to second peter because of oh i don't forget why they wrote these notes a long time ago oh okay so peter wrote this during persecution in rome by possibly nero um it wasn't like the super bad I mean, it's still bad. It's persecution, but it wasn't like what I think of as Nero and Christian persecution Mm -hmm. in the Colosseum and that kind of thing. But it was before that, like right before that. But I wanted to read what my Bible calls the theme of this book. So he says, 
Second uh, Peter teaches that the grace of God in Christ truly transforms and empowers Christians to live righteously, even in the face of opposition. This grace, introduced in chapters 1, 2 to 4, serves as a foundation for the remainder of the exhortations. In the indwelling Holy Spirit uh, provides virtuous qualities in Christ and followers of Christ, which turn which in turn result in fruitful lives. So that's a little bit of background for you. But then the um, section that I want to read comes from 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 15. So <laughs> sticky note out of the way. Uh, let me read that. Uh, let's see. 3 to 15. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire for this very reason make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and with godliness brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For these qualities are yours and are increasing. They keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he is was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure, for you, for if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an, an entrance to the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Jesus and Savior Jesus Christ. I gotta take a minute after reading that because I was like, it kind of laid it out, boom, boom, boom. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like that is your toolbox. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. And it's like building upon. I mean, we can always work on those, but. Yeah. The more we work on some of those things, like I just think of like knowledge. Okay, we can always be gaining knowledge, but at some point you have tools in your toolbox. You have the base. You have the foundation. Yes. So like you gain those things. Now you can expand upon the other mm-hmm. because you're confident mm-hmm. or like knowledgeable in one area. Put a now, foundation that you can yeah, build Yeah, building upon. And when you're building upon those things, you achieve mm-hmm. self-control. And then it goes on to even yes. more as well. So I was looking through the, I'm going to read that little part again. It says, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, virtue to knowledge, knowledge to self-control, self-control to steadfastness, then godliness, then brotherly affection, then love. So I was trying to figure out like, what do those things actually mean? Um, And then steadfastness, I found that it's the quality of being resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. Ooh. Yeah. I thought that was good. Mm -hmm. Like that's. And then godliness is the quality or practice of um, conforming to the laws and wishes of God and be devoted to his word. Um, But yeah, but then I was struggling with what is the difference between brotherly affection and love. And I couldn't, I was trying to think like Lorraine and trying to think back to like, what is the original text? What is the, (laughs) what is this word love? Like what, yeah. Oh, your big old my big book historical book yes context but I couldn't figure it out so maybe I don't know we can look it up and try to put it on Instagram later or something but I yeah, couldn't figure true. out what the word for love actually was and like how it translates like what version of love that word love is right, if that makes sense yeah, yeah. but uh, like brotherly, brotherly affection, affection is 
I would think I've tried to look it up and to me what I found it means more sympathy or you're caring for somebody but the love like compassion tr- yes like compassionate but I'm trying to figure out what the love part like how how deep the love part is but well can people comment on our podcast if someone knows can comment they, on they can message us on, on Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, yes absolutely stop with that people yeah really yeah like okay. what's your difference between brotherly affection and love I this this kind of might sound horrible but I think like when I think of brotherly brotherly affection I think more like surface level mm-hmm. and then when I think of love I think it's like a whole new level um like brotherly affection I would be kind to somebody yeah or I would um show them grace in a situation all things we have to work on but like the like to anybody right but then to love would be maybe those closest to you mm-hmm. I don't that know makes I could sense. be completely yeah. wrong in no that makes that sense well too so I like that but I just I just I don't remember how that again we wrote these notes how long ago we've tried to get together <laughs> uh, I know between schedules, sickness, oh, yes. husband's gone, yeah. yes. <laughs> schedules again, yes, which is AKA Lorraine's schedule. Yep, she's talking about herself right <laughs> I now. I have the most patient friends in the world. Um, that it has been a long time. I don't remember how I got that. Oh my gosh, I didn't even, I didn't finish reading the thing. But it it goes on. I stopped at verse eleven, but in verse twelve he talks about he makes it makes a plea for like, this needs to be ingrained in your memory. Uh, verse 12 says, therefore I intend always to remind you of these qualities through, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right. As long as I am in this body to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know the, that the putting off of my body will be soon. And our, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me, and I will make every effort so that my departure so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. So it's like, we need to know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ooh. we, they might, they, he says, he acknowledges that they know it. Yeah. They just needed to re- be reminded of it. Yes. I think like we become so mundane. We go through the motions. Like we don't have to be reminded to, or we don't have to know to breathe. Right. Right. But then we do an exercise or we do something and we're like nervous and they're like, okay, well don't. Don't forget to breathe. Right. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I need to breathe. And <laughs> so I, think true. I think it's kind of like that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Muscles we have to continue to flex and yeah, I feel like work you on. I always and, say that. Yeah. I, oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's what a lot of what I was thinking about this whole self-control thing. I'm like, this is just another muscle that we need to continue to flex. Yes. Especially when we get further down. To, um, I don't think I can flex this one yet. <laughs> oh. I might still be in the building stage. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Tone it up. <laughs> Is there a beach body for this? <laughs> oh. oh, my laugh is probably really loud. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think that's a really great answer, like, to the watering aspect. Like, we have to have these things to water self-control, to water brotherly affection. To, like, it, it all yeah. expands upon each other. Yeah. Each other, yeah. Definitely building blocks. What did you guys have for that? Can you remember? <laughs> <Your face>. <laughs> <laughs> Without looking at I my notes, I I know I definitely know I had the Holy Spirit just because of what I talked about earlier. It was like just having that basic like first like the foundation. I think a foundation before even those is first right. to be like have the Holy Spirit to help okay. you out mm-hmm. through this. And then honestly, I don't remember what else I had. It was probably something profound. Oh, I'm sure it was floating in there. Phenomenal. <laughs> um, I wrote down two things just to be like mindful to have mindfulness. 
to be aware of our thoughts and actions like that would be a tool that we need um because you would lose a version of yourself when you lose self-control um i also just saying like very simplistic like you need to have your bible you need to be in your bible you need to be whether that's audio um reading watching i mean anything i feel like you need to have yeah constantly in the word constantly in the word and you need to have active communication with god and active communication with god can look different for everybody yeah whether that be journaling or doodling or just like all day long snippets of prayer or you know just you know i was i felt like i was doing that today like all day snippets of prayer but i feel like it was honestly the same prayer over and over again because i kept getting distracted and then forgetting what i was praying about and ended up praying for like the same thing the whole day long. over and over again it obviously <laughs> was something that you needed though like yeah. i mean i mean we can be honest about that too and i don't think like we put ourselves in these boxes with prayer too like yeah. I think, it has to look a certain way yes and- or i have to say this or i always have to i always struggle with like we need to acknowledge the authority of god and then go about like what we can ask for because maybe he won't listen until I like acknowledge that his right. authority. Like I feel like that's just such right, a very yeah. legalistic way of looking at prayer. But um, I just think that if we have active communication, we are mindful of ourselves mm-hmm. and our body awareness and our actions and our words and we are in our Bible that those are tools in our toolbox that we can Makes sense. use yeah. to yeah. water our self-control. Yeah. Because how can we have self-control if we're not mindful of who we are? Right. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Duh. Well, what, is, what was your question, Lorraine? Okay. My question was, what are the consequences we face when we lose self-control? So I think we can all say having self-control, we, we all desire it. Mm-hmm. But the more realistic way is that we probably pretty often lose it. And I would say that would be the majority of us on a daily basis. Yes. Oh, yes. And I think we can lose self-control in ways that are minute, that like don't have necessarily big consequences that we think of in the here and now. And then there's like horrible lose self-control. And maybe we have an argument with our husband or an argument with our kids or we lash out at friends or Mm -hmm. we lash out at our parents or something like that. And like those are the key kickers that we think about. Yeah. But I think we can also lose self-control just like and not even realize it yeah yeah and Mm -hmm. not even realize it like do you have any examples of that um like small things small things like where are we spending our time and are we spending our time um i don't scroll let's just use the obvious scrolling Mm -hmm. social media i think that is a version of losing self-control when you cannot put down your phone yeah yeah um there are consequences throughout your day that you don't know about like is my bathroom now dirty or is my kitchen still have dirty dirty dishes in the sink mm-hmm. but i'm still curious about everybody else in the world like right that is a version of i feel like losing self-control then i already I didn't even think about i am like, sitting here like it makes oh. so much sense but i didn't even that's th- why like, i should for examples because i'm like I don't even yeah know what you're talking about. that is so good yeah, yeah. yeah. no you're You're-er- absolutely right i fully agree i feel I very convicted right those now like, <laughs> those like coveted things yeah. right that we just take Like mm, if we shop too much (laughs) or if we're, I don't, I don't know. I can't think of 
or even just like we go back to like the eating and exercise thing yeah. like i'm eating 18 oreos when i probably just needed one or two but like i'm speaking really to the person who literally had nine mini muffins today <laughs> or that all of my the other day when my mom returned the thing <laughs> And all my cookies are gone. Oh, no. And who ate them? Me and my heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, yes. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That was mainly me. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I just think it's stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, I the other way around. Like, oh, I can't eat the Oreo. Oh, yeah. Right. You, you know, like when we're yeah. obsessive. When we're, we're obsessive about these little things. Yes. Yes. When it becomes an obsession, mm-hmm. we're losing self-control in some yes. sort of way. It can be positive or negative. You know, I just thought of this. I'm reading right now that the Excellent Wife book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading it because of this podcast, because the, I don't know if the lady to the coffee shop, coffee shop suggested or something, but reading that, it made me think like I need to have more self-control to think more about my husband throughout the day mm-hmm. instead of myself because I, I think about myself a lot mm-hmm. yeah. but am I even just thinking about him like thinking about him in general just right. like just that thought right. I wonder how he's so even like, doing right now yes. what's the consequence of that soon after soon that's becoming a daily habit of mm-hmm. not thinking about our husbands and what does that then lead into like now we're not maybe as affectionate as we can right. be or we don't pay attention to them and what if we miss a need mm-hmm. right Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's and what they, like you and had we know awful they day. don't necessarily verbalize their needs. Right. Right. I mean, we know that. We just miss those details. Yeah. In them. Yeah. That's like when you had like a horrible day and all you can think about is yourself and he's coming home with maybe just as worse of a day yes. or even worse and you're like, like this is how bad my day was. Yeah. And he's like, Did you even ask how I'm doing? Like Or my husband cool. wouldn't even ask and it would just swallow up. Yeah. And like shame on me. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer now, to yes. go back <laughs> and to like answer my question. I had two points. Um, what are the consequences we face when we lose self-control? One, we've lost the authority of God by thinking we know what's best. When we That's like a consequence. We've lost the authority of God. Like, oh, wait, can you... Re- I was, like, flipping my Bible trying to be all quiet, so I completely missed what you <laughs> no, said. No, okay. so, like, what it was the- good. Listen up. I'm convicted already. <laughs> so what are the consequences we face? Like, just think of the word now, consequence. Okay. When we the consequence that we lose self-control we've lost the authority of god so now we're mm-hmm. no longer saying god you matter you dictate my life you dictate the way that my my day should go yeah but instead when we lose self-control we're saying nah i got it give me the wheel i've got it and now we've just completely destroyed and derailed god's authority and that is a consequence maybe i should have answered your question first because that was real good (laughs) (laughs) um and i think on the flip side then right another consequence so we've lost the authority of god but simultaneous simultaneously i can't even say that word simultaneously simultaneously (laughs) thank you (laughs) educator Um, the hair flip. <laughs> on the flip side, we've now fed and bolstered the serpent because that's exactly what he wants us oh to do. Oh my goodness. You have bolstered in your wow. nest. Wow. <laughs> cow. I know. So like, that's what I just think of. And we do this. We lose our self-control because deeply on the inside, we are weak. Oh, and yeah, we are absolutely. trying to like b- bolster. There's that word again. Bolster ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, my second point. Ultimately, the situation when we lose con- control ends in tragedy. We've either hurt someone, we've manipulated someone, or 
something and caused ourselves to now be anxious and what does the bible yeah. say over and over and over again like be anxious you should not be yeah. anxious mm-hmm. so like we said no god we can handle it but really we can't and we've become anxious mm-hmm. and at the same time we've bolstered the serpent like that's deep but it makes sense here. yeah <laughs> i'm like whoo yeah i literally wrote like like consequences for not having self-control like i've now hurt my husband i have now probably said i'm i was thinking like in an argue like mm-hmm. in an argumentative sake like i said things i didn't really mean yep i've now not destroyed but like hurt hurt a really important relationship in my life like mm-hmm. i now probably have to go apologize which is not something easy like what has just happened to this what, what i just did or said or whatever that just happened and i'm like now i have to come back from that like mm-hmm now right. I have a hard apology I need to do. Like I might have lost trust, or even not me. Maybe like my husband, the opposite way around. Like there's a lot to rebuild there if you lose self control. Oh yeah, especially during an argument. Absolutely for the big things. And like let's go back to the phone situation. Like we've created a habit. How hard is it now to gonna to go break to that break habit. that yeah. habit? Yeah, I had um, on the top of my head the first thing that came was anger. Like yes. that's mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. is the first thing, and I have to keep my anger in check because i feel like that's my weakness yeah um, no, I, would, I would absolutely but i have agree. like a little mm-hmm, me too a little i don't know if it's like a circle chart or whatever but that's just how my brain works i have to visualize things so i i visualize it but it depends on what your sin tendencies are um but mine is i get angry and then i get defensive and then Ooh. i get even more angry yes and then eventually it'll lead to remorse and then i'll feel remorseful for what i've done and then that will then lead to forgiveness. Um, me forgiving myself and f- like mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness too. Um, but oh, what did I? I had written down Proverbs twenty five twenty eight. We'll go for that. Where is that? Okay, Proverbs twenty five twenty eight says, "A man without self control is like a city broken into and left without walls." Yes, that was in my notes. Yeah. Oh, see. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. Um. Uh. Where Where did I have that? I also looked up an article that talked about that too. And a city without walls in that di- in in like that time yes, period bring left it. you very vulnerable. Yes. Like yes. it wasn't necess- it was a vulnerable against attackers. Yeah. It wasn't like a horrible for towns to be surrounded by walls. Yeah. Like it was very it was the way of life. That's kind of so what the that's yeah. what they're saying. It's like a city without walls leaves you vulnerable yes that's what this girl was saying a teacher by nature is the person that i found this article from but uh this is just a little snippet from it but it says what happened in bible times when a city had no walls people could come and go as they pleased without guards or a city gate no one kept watch nobody determined who could come in and who could not come in a city without walls probably didn't have wise judges meeting where the city gate would have would have been to help solve conflict or determine legal matters among the citizens, which means that nobody was carefully and skillfully safeguarding the conduct of the people. A city without walls would have been would have been a chaotic, selfish, scary place to live and would eventually end up in ruin and decay. And then she flips that around and says if we lack self-control, we are like a city broken into and left without walls. We might feel okay for a little while. We even might feel good. But eventually we'll, come, we'll become um, ruinous and desolate, focused on ourselves and on our own pleasure instead of God and his goodness, like what you were saying. We'll continue to let our guard down as our self-discipline crumbles under the pressure of our own desires. 
When the walls of self-discipline are completely gone, our ability to discern God's will and obey his commands will fade away too, like the brilliant stars that disappear in the face of the morning light. So very interesting that she talks about desire mm-hmm. um, because a podcast we listen to, oops, sorry, <laughs> um, a podcast we listened to, um, he addressed self-control in this version of like godly trust. But he said, um, self-control is not letting desire get the best of you, but trusting in God that he has given you everything you need, that he created you with all the constraint that you have authority over the situation. So like when we yeah. lack self-control, we're saying we don't, we don't have the constraint that God right. gave us. Like we need more. That we, yeah. God's already provided us with. Right. <laughs> so, um, those, those are my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, did I have anything else? Oh, I had uh, repentance. The Romans 2-4. It's God's kindness that leads to repentance. Oh, but, yes. Yeah. Um, I had also for forgiveness, First John. Let me see. Is that more Chanel's question? Forgiveness? Kind of. It kind of leads into that, but... Oh, yeah, I had growth then, too. After forgiveness comes growth. Meant, oh, wait. that. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to get my life together here with my notes. Let me figure out. I have some background for First John too. It's just small. It says John's focus is positive. His aim is redemptive, and he urges readers to um, refine their theological understanding, sharpen their ethical rigor, and heighten their devotional intensity. That is, they must grow in faith, obedience, and love. I just thought that was cool. Um, but I said John, First John, verse one or chapter one, verse five through nine. This is the message we have heard from him and will proclaim to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, I just thought that that was like, it's just nice to know that you're forgiven. And we had talked about that at Bible study too, like we're forgiven. So we can just kind of try to take that and just grow with it, grow from it and just right. clean fully, slate. Yes. Yeah. Fully believe that we are forgiven. Not yes. just be like, oh, well, maybe I'm not. Like, yeah. yeah. And no. that's the devil. Yes. Putting that thought back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Head. No, you're fully forgiven. Like, mm-hmm legit well lorraine's doing whatever she's doing finding something on her phone i have a fun fact <laughs> that please, i found please give us our fun fact while lorraine looks. so i just thought this was so funny so fun fact from what is it hopkinsmedicine.org says that the Ooh, act a legit source <laughs> it says that the act of forgiveness can lower the risk for a heart attack improve cholesterol levels and sleep <laughs> can reduce pain blood pressure, levels of anxiety, depression, and stress. Wow. Benefits. Wow. So yeah, it can, it can lead to growth bo- both mentally and physically, apparently. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. What are you guys doing? Okay, so the problem that we are having here is on my notes, my no notes, on, I saved on my computer, is different than the question Lorraine has down oh, for no. me. <laughs> oh. So I wrote on this piece of paper and said, that was not my question. I wrote you had action steps okay okay okay. back to july 13th did i have the right one at 752 (laughs) 
in the morning. You were scrolling through our texts. Yes, I was. <laughs> Chanel says, I'm going to throw out some ideas because by this point, Maddie I took and a I screenshot of have, her question. have already written down our questions. Yeah, I was late to the ball game. <laughs> and Chanel says, maybe something about apologizing, forgiveness when you end up losing control. I'm not a good apologizer. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> now, in fairness, you did have a second question, and okay. I didn't write that down. What are specific action steps you can take before, after, that, and while mm-hmm. losing self-control? Yep. That's the is one that I've too down. close to Lorraine's IDK thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the question I wrote down. And that's because, the question I have down. Because what, is, what does the next thing in our conversation say? Ooh. Ooh, Maggie Rawlings. Ooh. <laughs> I love the last bullet point of your question. <laughs> See, Lorraine didn't read the whole conversation. See, I think you brought your phone out just to prove yourself wrong. Nuh-uh. Listen. I am not acknowledging the fact that I was wrong here. She uh, had this first question. I think question. you need to use some self-control. Can you read on in our conversation? What else does it say? <laughs> <laughs> our organizer couldn't come because he had to go to an O's game. Um, but I did answer two days later. <laughs> I like <laughs> Like I said, patient friends. I like both of these questions. <laughs> okay. Well, I only decided I liked one. <laughs> and that's not the one I prepared. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I can think off the cuff, but I think it's cool too. Like that was a good one. Yes. Okay, so why what? don't you say your little blurb about her first question? Because <laughs> you're the only one who has thoughts yeah. on it. <laughs> All right. Her first one was acknowledging that she does n- is not a good apologizer, which I think unless you have <laughs> dog's tail under a the table. ton of humbleness, like yeah. just built into your nature and your personality, we would probably all struggle with that in some sort of way. Because we have to acknowledge we're wrong and like that is not comfortable oh absolutely yeah and that's yeah. like part of the problem and it also have this weird thing where like i want to apologize but i'm embarrassed about it oh yeah like yeah, for sure. some reason like that's a defensiveness I'm, for me yeah i like like said mean things to my husband or acted out inappropriately or whatever it was but then i'm like i really am sorry but i'm like i'm embarrassed to apologize oh i just bashed my face <laughs> into this mic. i'm embarrassed to apologize and i don't know like for me i really struggle to get over that like it's my husband. Like I shouldn't be embarrassed to be like, I'm so sorry. Like I really didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Or like sometimes is on another note. Sometimes I will apologize, but like not fully. I'm very distracted. <laughs> These dogs are so <laughs> needy. Um, I but, will yeah. apologize, but I will not fully mean it. Like I just want to apologize just so it's yeah. done and over. Get it over with. Like not that I fully meant it. So well. that's part of my problem with apologizing. Yeah. But I did not research that one to have like more thoughts on I'll just it. yeah i didn't either apologize <laughs> well i wrote when we lose it meaning self-control are we acknowledging then whether in the moment or later our need to apologize in the ascent in the sense of i guess self-control here would be like when you lost self-control in anger mm-hmm. or yeah. like an argument that's kind of how i took it mm-hmm. um are we acknowledging, acknowledging, I cannot talk. Acknowledging. Acknowledging <laughs> our need to apologize. Um, I would say, are we also acknowledging that we need to apologize 
to God as well when mm, we do that. Yeah. Like not only to our husbands, we probably should take a moment and be like, Hey God, I, I totally was not in self, like did not have self control. Yeah, I did not have constraint. Yeah. yeah. I did not have constraint. I did not have mindfulness. I did not have brotherly affection. I did not have knowledge. Right. I did not have right. lost it on all. I of lost us. it all. Um, and are we humble enough to recognize our mistakes? I think that's where like just now, like prime example, right? Like I struggle with the acknowledgement that I was even like could be wrong. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. not even like, like in that moment, I wasn't necessarily wrong. Right. But mm-hmm. yes, I should have read further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nope. that scenario, like eating our words almost. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what more helps you do that than just getting married in general? Yes. Yeah. Like, like I have that. never more felt like, oh, I was wrong mm-hmm. than get after I'm being married and like, I'm like, oh. But my yeah. first re- response is like, nah. Yeah, I'm gonna prove you. I'm gonna prove you how I wasn't wrong. Right. Even though I'm like, I like already have figured out I'm wrong, but I'm trying to like, co- like come up with something to be like, oh, I'm not wrong. I'm like, right. Yeah. Whatever. And I have to be really. This is this is not a good quality in myself right but i can manipulate a situation to like get it to sound like i was actually oh right. yes like yes pretty much every time and then someone like my husband or my poor mom she's so used to this like <laughs> like then they're the ones kind of like stumbled yeah and i'm like oh, i just won yeah yeah i was probably wrong to begin with but i just turned around and i made it look like i won right and that's wrong on me too like in that moment i should have just eaten some humble pie and been like yeah nope. right instead of why did i get so defensive right why could i not just lower my guard and say and usually it's something not about anything like really serious no. yeah like so yeah. what are what are action steps so so your your last question do you remember it or do you want me to read it if you can read it that'd yeah. be great yeah, i'm not gonna scroll okay <laughs> what are specific action steps you can take before after and while losing self-control so in my beautiful notes that I did not save on my computer that are now lost and gone, I had bullet points of before, dot, 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 after, dot, 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 during, dot, dot. They were in order. That, that was not in order. <laughs> they were in order, I promise you. So before I had put, like, acknowledging what we often lose self-control. So that, like, self-awareness of, like, when do I normally lose self-control? Usually it's during an argument or mm-hmm. usually when it, com- it comes to sweets or usually when it comes to exercise or when it comes to being around others with sinful behaviors that I may fall into or whatever. Right. So it's like had that self-awareness of realizing, Oh, these are like, I don't want to call them triggers, but like, these are my triggers to when I often lose self-control. So realizing that, and then um, also having like a discussion with your spouse, like beforehand, maybe not, but not before an argument and like, no, no, they're coming, but like, Hey, this is what I really struggle with. I need your help with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or like, I also had like, you kind of like set up a plan this can kind of go into like during like if we start arguing like we both need to look at each other and say hey this is getting heated we need to take a break or like hey i need to go take a deep breath or hey let's table this and i'll see you in, again in like an hour mm-hmm. not, not physically but like we'll talk about this again in an hour or maybe we'll talk about it again on x y and z date when i've thought about it more when i'm like more calm when i know exactly mm-hmm. what i'm talking about or when i fully thought about this instead of us sitting here arguing about it right now that's not getting us anywhere right yeah i would definitely when I remember, like, growing up, I really struggled with that, with anger, and, like, really, really struggled with that, yeah. and and I just wanted to, like, blurt it out and yes. get it out and yeah. all of that, and then soon I realized, like, okay, hey, can you just give me, like, 15 minutes? I need to go to my room. I need to think about
about this, yes. I'm pretty sure I'll be like calm. And I can talk to him about it in like a calm. I might still be emotional. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're like, you went from like a level like yes. up to like bring it down. Bring yeah. It down. Like a- I can now have, I might be emotional. I might be upset. I might still cry. Like all of that might happen, but I'm no longer on a yelling basis. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. just give me that 15 minutes to, I just need to calm myself down. Yeah. And I would like encourage anybody listening. Like, yeah. If there is no harm and it's vice versa. Like there is no harm to say, Hey, can I cool down for 15 minutes? And if the other person cannot respect you enough to say, Hey, they need that 15 minutes to cool down mm-hmm. so that we don't perpetuate an argument. Like I think it's okay to walk away. Yeah. No, I, that's what, I, like, I honestly was thinking about this. I'm like, I've never done that before. I'll be completely honest. I've never been like, oh, we need to take a break because I'm getting heated. But, like, now that I, like, have thought about it, I'm like, I need to start utilizing that strategy when arguments or things come up that I'm like, right. I need to go take a break. Like, but then the I'm, other person has to listen. Yes. But, like, yeah. I'm about to say things that I don't really mean or words that are not God-honoring. Like, I need to go take a break right now until I'm ready to come back and think about this level-headedly. Like... Or whatever and also just like saying a quick prayer or that i had that oh yeah before and like before and during like dear lord like i'm getting heated like i just need that's hard to do because you don't want to admit that you need that like you need help yeah Yeah. you need god's help in that moment i do have that's what i have written down like pray and then seek counsel if there's something that you know that you struggle with like talk to somebody about it right and try to remove any temptations like Mm -hmm. i don't know if i really have any good examples for that like I don't know. I th- I had one, but I can't remember what it was. I just keep coming back to like argument, but this is more, there's so many other things. Yeah. Because that's where my mind was because that's what I struggle with a lot is like yeah. arguing and getting like anger in situations, but it could oh. also be like. Yeah, like watching a TV show. That was my thing. Like if, right. there, if you know that there's a TV show that you're drawn to that you shouldn't be drawn to, like try to realize what it is and remove the temptation. Right. So if you know that you struggle with watching a certain show because of X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. try to show some self-control in that area because right. that'll help you with your spiritual life too it's not all just read your bible pray like it's not all about that like Mm self-control is a whole more inclusive than that Um, or like i mean like sometimes when you're around friends if they're like cursing like i can like be at more apt to like say words that i don't often say like when i'm home or whatever just because i'm with other people Mm -hmm. like self-control not to like get into that habit or even like pornography or masturbation or like Mm -hmm. all like it can literally go into any like there's so many so many things that we haven't really even touched the surface on but just realizing that those things in that time like maybe i should take a break or maybe i need to be doing something else right now or yeah just realizing kind of having a plan for yourself of yes. when these when your self-control is starting to oh yeah be lost yeah. like hey girl you need to get together yeah yes <laughs> get a planner <laughs> yes. what did you have for after after i kind of, I kind of had the apologizing thing yeah. like, re- like being big enough to realize that like hey i just <laughs> Thank you, Lorraine, for picking the question that I didn't choose. It is actually very helpful. Um, just, yeah, that apologizing after realizing, being being honest enough with yourself. Yeah. Something with me like, hey, I actually lost my self-control there. Yeah. Like, because I'm like, oh, I And didn't. you can tell your fine. husband that if he forgives you, then he'll have better cholesterol levels. <laughs> <laughs> Less depression. I am so used to it. Josh, did you know if you forgive me that you will be stress-free? <laughs> you will live longer. If cholesterol levels are all me, the time top notch <laughs> but just even realizing that like forgiveness is needed that like you did lose self-control because i feel like that's for me too that i'm like i didn't lose because like i was yeah. just fine like I, that's just me being me or like any excuses mm-hmm. that i can come up with that like i am just fine like whatever we should probably wrap it up we've been talking for a long time <laughs> really i'm oh. talking for probably like 45 40 minutes something like that mm, 
person's coming to tell us we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer over here is yeah, really telling us we need to wrap it up. Wrap it up. So, ladies. Oh, what are we talking about next time? I got to find it again. I have to find our verse. Um, I just want to say again, we just appreciate you listening to us ramble and laugh and giggle. Yes. And, just and waiting out. this long to hear from us again. Yes. It will yes. not be this long next time. No. no not on whatever not. woods around me. It will mm-hmm. not be this long. It will not. So we just appreciate you hanging out with us and listening and Next being time with us. we will be talking about, oh, Pure. Ooh, being oh, Stick around. You might need several months of research for this one. <laughs> Just you have two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting together tomorrow. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right, ladies. Well, thanks again, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Thanks for coming to Step Away Podcast. Find us on Instagram. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Bye. Peace. <laughs> um,